Hello. Hey, Amiri, can you hear us? Yep, I can hear you. Finally got there. All right, nice one. Hello. Uh, thanks for the chat. No worries, If uh, people are wondering who it is, this is uh, Colin Freak Show Fletcher, another UK MMA fighter, former UFC fighter, and a current Bama fighter. I'm like a kid in a sweet shop at the minute. Uh, <laughs> proper fanboy now. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm just going to ask Colin a few questions uh, and congratulate him on his win last week. Obviously, people dangle limbs, things happen. That's a one, mate. I can't believe how that was. <laughs> and uh, I've got my niece here as well who wants to ask him a question oh, as well. Cool. So, right, we can start off with that one. So I'll pass you to my niece and she'll ask you the question. Nice one. Hi. Hi, you doing? You all right? Yeah. Um, my first question is, what separates you from every one of your opponents in your division? Me? Not a lot, really. I think I'm uh, just a little bit stranger than everybody in every division. Right. And my second question is, what do you want to rem- what do you want to be remembered for at the end of your career? Um, oh, that's a tricky one. Um, just to be remembered to be enough. All right. Thanks for listening to my questions. No worries, man. Take care. Have a good Sunday. Thanks. Yeah, she's uh, just started kickboxing. Oh, <laughs> she's only 11 and uh, she asked me because of, uh, obviously I've just started this and it's completely yeah. blown up over the past few days and the last week and stuff. And uh, she was oh, like, oh, could I ask him a question? So I was I was yeah. like, yeah, I said, uh, I'll see what he says. And uh, <laughs> well, why not, man? Why so, not? Yeah. It's all good, isn't it? Yeah. All right. So I've got a few questions for you. No worries. Um, obviously, yesterday I spoke to Brad. Yeah. Uh, and I've... Managed to reach out to Brendan as well, Log Day. Cool. And obviously, you're on the tough smashes with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I absolutely loved that series of the Ottawa Fire. Yeah, I think we all shared it with um, What I wanted to know was uh, obviously, you were all setting your own characters and everything like that. Some people changed who they were, but you, Brendan, and Brad all went into the house as yourselves basically yeah, yeah. like I said this to Brad yesterday everyone seems to be following suit now <laughs> but there's a few people that uh, don't follow the script no, no, and he told me he gets in trouble quite a lot from it yeah, but I just yeah, want to know what uh, what sort of mindset and mental state did you have to get into obviously Not leaving yet. your family and your friends no. and your training camps to be away from all that for so long I just didn't I just went out did, didn't think about it just put it in the back of my mind went and went to work you know what I mean you yeah. know, I had to fight, fight people at the drop of a hat. Um, yeah. And keep me weight low. And that was the tricky bit, keeping me weight nice and Yeah, low. see, obviously, it'd be a bit different because obviously now you get scheduled for a fight, it's contracted, you have yeah, exactly. up 12 to 12 weeks, weeks to prep yeah. for it. Whereas in your house, in, when you're in the house, it could be two weeks. Yeah, well, it wasn't even two weeks. <laughs> well, Man, yeah, even three, worse, you've got three days to prep. and Fight, you had to cut weight that next day and then weigh in and fight the day after. So it was, Yeah, and obviously... Uh, it's you're living with that person as well, so <laughs> yeah. sometimes, uh, well, previous episodes and series, it's uh, been a bit of a hostile situation. Oh, definitely not with me, though. Didn't but obviously, right. most of MMA fighters have a lot of respect and they go for a beer and stuff after they've yeah. done it, and the mutual respect after a fight's there, unless they genuinely hate each other. Yeah, nah, I don't fall for that shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I see, obviously, I've got you on Facebook. 
I see on your Facebook you're looking for uh, for your next fight yeah, is yeah. for a local uh, or UK fight because of uh, the financial benefit. Yeah. Is this yeah. Uh, is this because of like promotions that you're restricted to through Bama or? Not really. No. I'm um, I'm open to all promotions. Um, realistically, it's just money wise. I mean, Bama offered us a fight in eight weeks' time um, in Dublin, but I would have to fly extra corner men out there. If I, yeah. to, if I wanted to do a decent entrance, I'd have to take people over, buy hotel rooms, and I wouldn't sell many tickets. Do you know what I mean? So I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't make much money. Um, then ESAB had offered us a fight in Nottingham. I think it was a couple of weeks later. They'd offered us better money, but they don't like entrances at all. So Yeah, that. uh, that's what you're all about. <laughs> <laughs> the entrances that, are the wrong point. No, oh, but it, it, is, it is, you know, it offers all the money in the world and tell us I can't be me, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> yeah, so it's uh, kind of good on one hand and then the other hand, yeah. they're, they're giving you it and then taking it away from exactly. you. Yeah, 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 we'll offer you this money, but uh, you can't be yourself. All right. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> this is one of the things that I was speaking to Brad about yesterday. He was saying straight up, straight talking, yeah. doesn't care. Like if no, no. if people are there, he's going to say to them, like, oh, fuck you. If if, yeah. <laughs> if he doesn't like what he says, and obviously he yeah. gets in a lot of trouble for it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. But so, uh, got to be true to you. Yeah, you've got to stay yourself. It's a sport where individuals are made and kept as themselves. Of course. If everyone was the same, it'd be a boring place. I know. Everyone wants to be Conor McGregor now, though, don't they? So... Uh, well, yeah. This is what I was getting at. Everyone's wearing all the nice suits and trying to do it. But they've done it because he, he done it because he was himself. He exactly. got the money. It's the promo, basically. No, no, no. It's yeah. a bit tedious, isn't it? Yeah. Especially when you speak to some kids who are like just a generally different kind of people, and then they put on this little persona when they're fighting, you know, or when they're doing anything, it's like, oh, didn't I didn't pick you as that kind of person, man? Yeah, it's uh, it's changing a lot with how individuals are in the sport. If a lot more people were themselves, I think it'd make a lot more definitely, money. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, like you said, with your entrances and stuff like that, people tune do. in to watch you because the entrance is part of your show. It's part of who you are. It's part of your fighting style in some ways, and it's part of it obviously it's part of you as who you are as a person. It's my thing. I like it. I enjoy it. It makes me relaxed when I'm walking out. It keeps yeah, it's keeps something to take your mind off of I, what you're about to do. Yeah, not even that. I'm not even. I'm not nervous at all when I fight. I'm really relaxed. It's it literally. I just enjoy it, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. my, life. it's my life to enjoy. If you don't enjoy it, don't buy a fucking ticket, turn the telly off, do what you want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking give a fuck. If everybody stops doing it, then I'll probably stop fighting, but, you know. Yeah. I do all See, right. this, <laughs> this brings me to another question, obviously, about your persona and your, your character, so to speak. But, obviously, it is just you as a person. Uh, after the lights, the cameras, the training camps, ever fights and everything like that, what's your sort of... Uh, your zen place to go to where you're away from everything and away from your world. Obviously, I know you've got kids, you've got a partner. So away from that, uh, do you do anything like half an hour here to yourself or an hour to yourself and what it is? No, not really. I, I don't like being myself. I don't like being on my own, to be fair. So I like the kids around. I like my fiance around. I just spend time with them. And on the couch. So the, that's, yeah. On the on couch, the couch with the kids is your sort aye, of zen place. Aye, aye, exactly. Yeah, see, because I know a few MMA fighters like to go, obviously, they go to the beach and stuff like that, and they just have a couple of hours just sat on their own, or they go sit in a... Not good on you on me, I think too much. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. Uh, 
70 first eight wins in your pro career were yeah. came by submission. Yeah. I know in the sport, a win is a win. But do you feel a submission is more of a win than a KO or a stoppage? Nah, KO's, I think KO is the ultimate stoppage, to be fair. But but I, I like decisions, you know what I mean? It kind of it em, it emphasises that you've got a fair match-up on a good Yeah. Match, you know what I mean? I think people don't take into consideration, like... Um, the gravity of a decision fight, you know what I mean? A decision fight, both of you are going home, so... Exactly, you know I mean? both so, pro athletes that have gone in there to, to win a fight, and finish, if you're battling yeah. against each other, then exactly. if you cancel each other out, so to speak, then it's a fairer job. fight, in a sense, so you've both done your job. Yeah, exactly. exactly. You see, to me, I, I finished, uh, I trained in MMA a little while, a, a submission would be better than a knockout so to speak obviously yeah. like you say it's the ultimate finish more, but more technical I suppose it's more like, yeah that's the aspect more, that I was getting to like obviously more as I say to people yeah. you could walk down the street and get punched by a 10 year old kid if it's in the right place in the chin you're going down you might be yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah some people's chins are a bit stronger that's why I'm oh, trying to grow a beard hey, right, good lad good lad that'll help <laughs> Get one of them fake woolly ones. You'd look. <laughs> I actually got one for Christmas, a Santa one. Yeah, uh, yeah. Nice so that that'll help. Yeah. Staple it to a hat. You'll be absolutely banging. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, trendsetter. Yeah. <laughs> Just start walking around with it. <laughs> I'm going to do it now. You've given us the idea. <laughs> Come out with one of them Scottish ones. Aye, that's aye. got the tartan hat and the big aye. ginger beard underneath it. The big ginger beard. Yeah. So another question. What age were you? This is kind of from my niece as well. What age were you when you started taking an interest in fighting and what made you keep at it and take it a little bit more serious? Um, it's a long story. Fighting all my life. Um, professional fighting, proper fighting. But maybe 24 or something. Um, it was me using a sport to get out of being an absolute lunatic and really fighting. I mean, I don't, I don't see this as much of fighting as I do uh, an actual sport and an actual competition. You know what I mean? That's why I'm very com- comfortable and like relaxed in it instead of getting myself all nervous as if I'm going to have a like real fight to the death. Because yeah, when I was younger, I had some near near enough fights to the death, so this kind of got us out of that. And getting paid for it's always a bonus. Oh, exactly. Yeah, I got paid <laughs> for death as well sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you think? Promotions could do more with promotion to get fighters more, either of a following or money or a fan base or anything like that. So it's not just obviously if you only sell tickets to make money, then they say, "All right, well, we've sold a thousand t-shirts with your face on it, yeah. or a thousand t-shirts with this, that, and the other, or such and mm-hmm. such as gave you they've bought a hundred pairs of shorts with Colin Fletcher on it, and you get a commission of that." Do you think more of some stuff like that could be done? From a, from a promotion point of view, I probably, you know what I mean? But then that would kind of cut the throats of the the, the brands, you know what I mean? Like, I'm currently sponsored off Punchtown for me, Apparel and stuff like that. So, um, that's like something I'm going to be looking into with them to, to get some, either some custom stuff done or some stuff that they... Yeah, see, obviously, I'd message you to say about promo stuff and a few different yeah. tricks and ideas and stuff yeah, like that. of course. Um, but, see, but like you say, um, that, might, that could be a thing that promotions could do themselves to to kind of find out like who's who's making waves, who's selling tickets, who's 
popular, you know what I mean? Yeah. See, obviously, one of my techniques was uh, just like a little two-minute vlog. So, obviously, when you're arriving at the arena, they could have someone that's actually, say, for Bammer example, they could have someone backstage when everyone turns up saying, oh, Colin Fletcher's in the building, or this, that, and the other, and post it on social media straight away because it's getting people interested. And, obviously, social media is such a free platform. And for at least 20 years, social media is going to be free. And, obviously, they've got a Facebook page. You've got a following on Facebook and everything like that. And the people you fight have got a following as well. So Mm. if they put that up, tag themselves in it, all this, that, and the other, people are going to know that it's there. And then more than likely tune in because something's come from your Facebook or their Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah, but I think um, Bammer started doing that sort of thing, you know what I mean, as um, throughout the... um, my last couple of fights, it's been like that kind of thing. Like, Collins and I've been getting like notifications saying Bammer have tagged you in their story on this, tagged you in story on that. So, I do think that's becoming more apparent and happening a lot more. Yeah, see, backstage would be a great idea for it, obviously yeah. when you're getting your wraps on, you're doing your warm up. Obviously, it's not yeah. giving too much away because <laughs> people are seeing you doing stuff, then they could be sat on yeah. they could be sat on Facebook in the other room watching, but. Nah. It's a bit late for that stuff, though, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, there's so much that could be done. But, yeah, right. And one question I've been sent from someone to ask you is, uh, how long did all your tattoos take you? Oh, I couldn't <laughs> imagine. <laughs> yeah. I've done, a, I've done a good few. Yeah. But now I'm kind of down to one or two, Max, because it, it, it affects training camps and things like that. Yeah. So. Got to work around it. I'm, I'm I was just about to say, do you see yourself getting any more? Oh, definitely. I need to go in and get my head finished off. There's a couple of little cover-ups I need to finish and change things around a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I'm loving the one on the back oh, of your head. Yeah, mate, I need to get that all. That must have must have hurt a little bit. Oh, mate, they all hurt. Anybody? <laughs> people sit there and tell me, oh, you must be used to them by now. No. No. It's, <laughs> it's an addictive get, pain, but the it's... More they hurt. Yeah, one of my friends has got one on his head and he said he fell asleep until he got to the behind of his ears. Ah, that was the same around the sides. The middle was all right. Um, another question. Obviously, you're a busy man. Uh, who do you see as an up-and-coming star or could be the next big UK thing? Um, up-and-coming stars. I mean, there's a lord in our gym at the moment. We've took a TFT and seen we've got... Um, Ryan Scope obviously is just saying the Bellator, got a game, Lewis Monarch, Cal Eleanor, just just all the guys, all the guys up here running the these were just were just like tough as boots, like and with a little bit of technique we can go for go miles. So I wouldn't kill us any of any of the lads out round the doors for um for doing good things in the future. Good, good. Right, I seem to have run out of questions. Um <laughs> <laughs> but again, Thanks for the chat. No worries, man. Loved it. You know, I'm a big fan. Everyone loves That's a creepy fun. clown. <laughs> That's what they keep telling us. <laughs> Hopefully we can do it again soon and I'll get a well, few yeah. more fighters on it. And, uh, no worries, man. Can have a, a group therapy session. Group therapy, that'd be handy. I keep, telling, <laughs> I keep telling people I've got problems and they just ignore us like, and think I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> it's joke. all right. Brad told me yesterday that he uh, drinks a bottle of wine at night. <laughs> so he's, uh, he's uh, admitted he's an alcoholic. <laughs> he's not really. For anyone else listening, he's not an alcoholic. I think, I think all he does is he switches us out from 
he goes from white to red as it gets closer to a fight. <laughs> well, he's telling me that he went on a, a vegan diet for obviously his fight yesterday. Yeah. And uh, he went 80% vegan. And when I, I'd done a podcast with him yesterday. 80%. And uh, he, uh, he was at his friend's house or he was at his house and they were drinking. And he was half cut whilst I was speaking <laughs> to him. Warmed up. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, so. Uh, nice one. Good luck. Hopefully, you can keep me updated on your next uh, we'll fight and stuff like that. Sure you'll see. And uh, yeah, hopefully, yeah. we'll. Uh, I'll do my bit to try and push you on that UFC Liverpool card. Cheers, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all good things. Again, thanks a lot for the chat. No problem, my man. Right, take it easy. All right, cheers. Yeah, thanks. Now.